in a format where people try to always be right, we're comfortable being mostly wrong. comics, games, and anything else we happen to be interested in from week to week. We will most certainly discuss spoilers, so proceed at your own risk. Well, hello, gentlemen. We're all back um, again after a, a small break there on Ryan's part. Uh, speaking of Ryan, uh, hi. Hello. I am suntanned and back. <laughs> and also with us, as usual, is Mark. Hey, what's up? So now that the uh, band is back together, we got plenty of things to talk about, and I was going to come at you hard, Ryan, and let you kind of set the tone. What's foremost on okay. your mind tonight? Well, um, so the, the really the only thing I've had time to do since being back is we finished Sons of Anarchy. Okay. So what is, so. The, what is the overall thought? So I, I, my overall conclusion is I really like outlaw shows like <laughs> <Okay>. a lot. <laughs> like, so like, uh, it could be a pirate show. It could be an outlaw show, like just it, on a theme on brand, like any of that <laughs> kind of stuff. Um, I find really enjoyable. So I guess that kind of like, you know, towing the line of criminality and that kind of morality, a gray area. It's just like, I really enjoy. So you said so, how many seasons? Five, seven, seven. Okay yeah there's uh is on fx so 13 episodes i think one one season had 14 so. ron ron perlman's in there right yes okay yep that's definitely to its credit so mark are you mm -hmm. open to watching it at all at this point i don't know maybe i don't know <laughs> i have the same reservations uh, but i don't know I, I i i can almost usually ryan's not this enthusiastic it's gonna be a tough sell for Sarah. Yeah, I but... can see that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to, like, I, if you don't like outlaw shows, <clears throat> then I don't know how you. Well, so sell what's it. is the tone... I like outlaw show shows? Yeah, no, but no, no, like I more meant, like, like traditional meant... gangster stuff. Gangster western, yeah. So, so like tone wise, how would you describe it? Like, is it overall bleak? Is there any hope? Are most of the people? kind of morally reprehensible is there a good balance it's a very good balance okay. so the hulu describes it as darkly comedic and i would i would 100 percent okay. agree with that i wouldn't have guessed that that's why yeah I'm i wouldn't have guessed that either yeah so like because uh, i i it, it says darkly comedic and i was like comedic <laughs> and yeah there are dark comedic undertones to it so okay I mean, that definitely sells it more, I think, than any other individual thing you've said about it. So, Yep. I don't know. Um, what do you want to next, then, with this? So um, I think we'll probably wrap up a couple other uh, shows, series. Like, we finished 1883 mm -hmm. tonight also. That's just a um, 
like a miniseries. They're not really ex- going to do a second season of that. Um, they're continuing on the story of the Dutton family by doing, it's called 1923. Okay. Um, so, um, but it was, it was a really fascinating journey of this family, you know, on basically the Oregon trail, mm-hmm. you know, and it's kind of graphic depiction of, you know, what the old West is like and how, you know, when you venture forth yeah. in the old West on, you know, with the wagons and all that. Not romanticized, right? Kind of like the, Correct. Gory, the gory reality. Yep. Okay. So yeah. And, and Sam Elliott's, you know, always kind of a knockout. So how much, uh, like, could you watch it as a standalone or is it really mostly informed by the other show? It, you could totally watch it as a standalone. I, yeah. I think it's mostly kind of like, small Easter eggs and nods maybe to like, I, I was trying to rem- to think about like what um, really tied into the Yellowstone series. And it's maybe just like, I, I think if you watched this first and then watched Yellowstone, it could actually be even better. So, right. okay. So, um, let's see. Yeah, I wanted to talk about Toon Blast actually because it is a mobile game. Okay. <laughs> that um, I was looking for something to play on the plane while we were uh, flying down and back, and just kind of something to do. Uh, it's it's mindless, and it's something that my wife has been playing for a long time. Really? Um, <laughs> to give you, it's 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 something that she just kind of plays when she's like, you know, got like conferences at work, you know, uh, phone conferences. And um, like when we happen to be watching something and she'll just, it's, it really is completely mindless where the interesting thing about it is you kind of match the colors. It's solving a puzzle for the level where you have to like, um, it'll give you an objective where um, it's like those gem type games so you're, where you're clearing blocks by matching colors, right? Yes. And so, but there's like special weapons. And so like, you know, you match the blocks. If you get so many blocks together, it turns into like a disco ball. And then if it's a yellow disco ball, like the yellow disco ball turns all the yellow blocks and clears all the yellow ones, you know? And then if, if you get a yellow disco ball and a green disco ball and you match those together, it turns into a rain rainbow disco ball and it clears the board. So, you know, there's, it's kind of like all these different combo effects, you know, by like getting a rocket and, and matching a rocket and a bomb does something, you know, by like combining the weapons together. So it's, it's been kind of the, the levels don't take very long, you know, it takes, um, I don't know. How are the, like, fr- how are the freemium trappings of this thing? Uh, I haven't really run into anything like that. Like you get, you can join like a kind of a clan type thing and get free lives if you really need to. But um, I haven't run into that at all. I, I play it for, like I played it on the plane. I played it down there a little bit. I played it a little bit on the beach. <laughs> um, I, I played it uh, on the plane back. Um, I'm only level like, I think 75. Mm-hmm. Um, she's level 6,000. Oh, that Damn was old. a much bigger number than I was expecting. <laughs> <It> was... <laughs> Just to give you uh, how long she's been playing it, and um, when she runs, 
the so the the developers they keep adding levels they keep adding the puzzles to it and so when you can't you get so many moves per level and if you can't solve it in the moves like you have to start over and it's kind of it's procedural it's procedural it's randomized and so it'll like you know like the blocks will be in different places you'll get different weapon locations stuff like that Mm -hmm. and so it'll be different so like if you can't do it the first time like and you run out of moves you can start over you know it's no big deal um but when she's out of levels uh, she'll play in like the tournament and stuff like that until like the developers release release new levels so wow I didn't, I didn't realize yeah. she played any game. So yeah, so yeah, she's played this one to that extent is shocking. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's a couple others that she kind of rotates in, but you know, I, I just kept seeing her playing it, and she was playing it uh, at the airport, and I was like, "What is that?" And she's like, "It's called Tune Blast," and I was like, "Okay," and I was like, "I'll try it." So... Tune Blast—that was the name of yeah. my wrestling move in high school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I, I have to be honest, it's been pretty fun just kind of, um, you know, it's, it's it's just so simple. And it, it really is satisfying getting the big combo moves, like when you put in the rainbow disco ball and it clears the board. Mm-hmm. So um, the, the, the stages get progressively harder. Like sometimes the blocks are behind, like uh, you have to get, uh, it's like a, um, a crate that you have to like, smash twice or um there'll be like a magician's hat where you have to like get carrots and you have to like harvest like 300 carrots and so there's a way there's a way to like you know strategically do a bunch of bombs or do a bunch of stuff to get like so many carrots and so many moves and stuff like that so So, it's not completely mindless then it's a puzzle-based game yeah and so um and each stage kind of has its own approach to it which Mm -hmm. i have found pretty interesting so, yeah, it's been more engaging, and I guess, uh, yeah, it is less mindless than you would think, but uh, it is something that you can just kind of, like, click and go and just kind of match colors and, like, try to get the most, like, because you can see if you get, like, I think it's five or six, it'll give you, like, a missile, and then seven will give you a bomb, and then, you know, bigger and bigger, it'll give you, like, the disco ball, which is what you want. Right. So. Right. I don't know. So, it sounds like something I might check out if I just want something quick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it it is. It's something mm-hmm. that I'll like I'll pop open like oh I'll just check the, you know get a couple levels you know get a couple puzzles you know it's it's been and it's got like fifty sixty million downloads or something like that. It's just one of those those big popular games, right? <laughs> um, I did actually want to talk about Wordle a little bit since we haven't actually talked about it on here. Um, sure. Matt, have you have you ever tried it? I have not. You know how I'm like resistant to fad. So I, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what I realized, like oh. originally it was a uh, like hipster tendency where I just didn't want to be part of something popular. I just yeah. found that the real part of it is that um, I'm too critical of things that are popular. So if I come back to them when they've cooled a little bit, I have yeah. more of like a, a generous assessment of what it is or I'm just more open to it. So, okay. but yeah, go ahead. I mean, one of the things that I find fascinating about it is that, you know, my, I was a little more resistant to at first and I did kind of like when I saw it popping around and identified what this was, like I, it was one of those things that was foreign. I kept seeing it everywhere, like on Twitter and different social media. And I was like, what the hell is this thing? These weird green and yellow blocks and Mm -hmm. people are like talking about it. So, um, finally, um, 
I think it was someone in my family like got into that and um, like like sent in our kind of family group thread that they had successfully done it one day. And then, so someone was like, what is this? And then, so we talked about it a little bit and then sent the link. And then for like six weeks now, every day, my entire family does the Wordle. Wow. And so. We do too. Yep. Really? And so, yep. yep. Actually, Sarah and, and I have like a little competition with it too. We try to see if we can beat each other. So like, she'll send me her Wordle like block colored block thing and i'll be like oh she did it in three crap yeah <laughs> yeah same kind of like you know with with all of us like who who will do it in like is stephanie three or four or less yeah well, everyone is like right. in, i mean in it's our one whole, like, game it's one game a day mm -hmm. and have and, you noticed and... any like appreciable change to it since the new york times nope. purchased it okay. nope now is it an so, app now or is it still literally a web page it's, it's still, still a web page okay. web page so. And so what I kind of I was thinking about this and how interesting it is that it is, you know, I don't know if it's global yet, but at least it's kind of taken over certain social media realms and, and aspects of that where um, everybody gets the same word. So it's this like unique challenge where it's just like everybody working towards the same goal. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so as long as nobody kind of spoils it for you. Like, you know, you could, you could walk up to some, like one of your coworkers and be like, Hey, did you get the world today? And like, Oh yeah, I got it in five, you know? And it's kind of like this, yep. this, this social, it's this really unique kind of social construct that mm -hmm. I, I find truly fascinating. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I mean, you could go on Twitter and see a bunch of like celebrities posting their world and be like, they're doing the same game I'm doing. Right. So yep. it's the same word. You know, I could see that, you know, so-and-so got got it in four. Celebrities, they're just like us. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, like exactly. this. this <laughs> there's, I think there's a lawsuit out by some guy that had created this similar type game, you know, like a decade ago. But it didn't have this, you know, unique one word a day kind of socialized yeah. you know kind of construct to it and so i don't know if he's actually going to win his lawsuit but it is a very similar type where you um guess guess it and you know the the it's very similar type you know but i think because it's you know whoever created wordle in the uk or whatever made it a web page and made it one word that everybody can do and share and so that might be enough unique where it could be different in the lawsuit okay I just I think it's interesting that like I guess my lack of presence on social media is, explains why I didn't know two of my closest friends are like completely obsessed with this until oh, yeah. right now. Okay. So yep, and um, like to get in it. So it's I, and we we had um, dinner or we went to uh, Stephanie's mom's birthday this weekend, and so we we're sitting down and and we found out that they have their own like you know Wordle you know side group <laughs> with their family <laughs> that they do so it's like every there's all these like wordle like you know side chats yeah. so it's, yeah. it's so fascinating right yeah it's a pretty interesting social experiment mm -hmm. yeah and so they i think did they keep the the new york times keep the number going when they took it over mark like because we're on like 270 i think today 
Yeah, I think they kept that going. The only thing okay. I think they changed is they removed some uh, obscene words from yeah. like, the lexicon. That was so yeah, we're, we're we're not quite at a, at a year. We're not right at like 365 yet. We're at like uh, 270. Okay, so it's not not been quite a year yet. Still pretty fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Might so, be one of those things I check out. Yeah, I mean, with no so, overhead to it. There's no risk. So right. It, I mean, you ha- it, you have an entire day to do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, if you want, like, we could just share it in our Google Hangouts and just the three of us, because like we've already done it, and then mm-hmm. then yeah. you could just would go from there. And right. then you know, the three of us, once we have all completed it, we can share what we can take a screenshot of the words we use just to kind yeah. of show. This is what I use to get to where it is, or whatever. Sure. Yeah. So. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I only had a chance to play a little bit of gaming this week uh, since I had to go back to work. <laughs> so, um, but I did uh, finish uh, another stage of the Heaven's Ward pre-patch in Final Fantasy. Okay. So I'm getting getting close to. The finishing the pre-patch, I think tomorrow's my day off, so I should be able to finish that and get into Heaven's Ward. So are you so still having to... overall positive feelings about it? One hundred percent. The 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 um... Mark, Mark over there smugging it out. <laughs> <laughs> the the main the MSQs the main scenario quest has been just something of a joy to kind of mainline in this and. Um, there was something uh, that a couple of other podcasters that uh, I listened to talked about the difference. The main difference between uh, Final Fantasy and WoW right now is you can jump right into Final Fantasy and you can only do the MSQs and feel satisfied. And then on the periphery, there's all these other side stuff you know there's crafting you know there's other jobs you know and there's all this stuff hanging out for later and and you don't even have to do that it's just kind of like hey i'm over here when you're ready you know you can come play with me later but as long if you're just focusing on the msqs you could be totally satisfied with the main story of the game and because you're still getting loot and you're still getting experience and you're still getting a decent amount of money so it's like doing all that stuff is still worth your time whereas wow is more obligatory prescriptive you have to do x amount of dailies to get x amount of valor quote unquote like whatever the current yeah. is in wow you have to like participate in multiple systems and they they want you to engage in many different things and what's more where... critical there is if you don't you mm-hmm. feel like you're falling behind it feels like punishment that is that is correct and so even in you know the end game for Final Fantasy, like, you know, you, like, they're about to release patch 6.1, which has, you know, the 6.1, the next version of the Endwalker patch, you know, like the next MSQs. Mm -hmm. And so people are going to be able to go mainline those and then get back to, like, doing their whatever else they were doing, crafting or working on other jobs. Right. Yep. Um, Just to piggyback off ryan there i've i've made it to the um second expansion stormblood okay um and again you can keep going and not have to do all like ryan was saying all these like side stuff i could you know i took some time last week and did some some crafting but 
it doesn't affect my progress through the msq or vice versa so like i could come back to the crafting and still be what's msq have fun with it again um main scenario quest okay main story quest but oh yeah. main i know that it's scenario in the game sure i've seen uh, it both ways either way, either way. <laughs> 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 but no, he's at, and the other thing I've no, that I really like is when you get a Final Fantasy Final Fantasy expansion, mm -hmm. you get a complete story. There are you don't have to wait for the patches. The patches are after the story. What and they're like the bridge between this expansion and the next expansion. So when you get Heaven's Word, you get Stormblood, you get the full story from start to finish. And you don't have any of these time gates. You don't have any of the. If you get it, if you get through the story <clears throat> in three days, you get through the story in three days. Well, that also that makes me think about one of the more contentious things about WoW, in that they go in in they change mechanics and stuff too. Every expansion, yep. does that occur in this game? No. Okay. They might add stuff. It's like small um, tweaks. They don't overhaul and introduce entirely new systems. Like no, that are totally and they would different. Okay. No, and if they were to do it, and they may have done it in the past, mm -hmm. but they haven't done any of. I mean, they've done some uh, balance tweaking and stuff like that when uh, Walker came out because it it introduced new classes. So, what's the typical um, interval between expansions? Two. Uh, I think we looked it up. I think it was like two years. Oh. So it'd be Shadowbringers was the one before it. Yeah, because I definitely it, it appeals to me that it's a, um, ostensibly a complete product when you get it. You don't have to worry yes. about them drip feeding content over the course of a Correct. year. Correct. Correct. The drip feeding that comes comes after you've completed the story quest, so it doesn't affect the main story quest of that expansion. Yeah, it's I definitely story like for after the expansion to bridge you into the next one. It's about every two years. So Heaven's Ward was June 2015, Stormblood, June 2017, Shadowbringers, July 2019, and Endwalker, December 2021. Pretty cl yeah. like clockwork. Yeah. yeah. So the next one will be two years from now. So And then their their patch content, like when they do their like point their major like story patch content has mm -hmm. been it's like on it's it's on it's like quarterly. So they do about every three months. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean it, it seems like there's no comparison anymore. It's just so much more friendly and reliable. You know what you're gonna get and what you get is something you're enjoying. So it's just I mean, like look more I, of what you like. I mean I'm 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 uh, you know I still, WoW still has a place in my heart. Yeah, but um, you want them to and, fix it. Right. So what, this next <laughs> expansion, what, I guess we find out next month what it is. Yeah, oh, sometime really? at end of, end of April they're going to announce it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it needs to, <laughs> no pun intended, WoW me. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, to get me to jump off of uh, Final Fantasy, um, it's gonna—they're gonna have to really—they're gonna have to really. They're really well, gonna have I to think there's room in your heart for both. 
like you could definitely jump back and forth as long as you liked what they were doing yeah but i'm gonna have to like what they're doing well yeah that's that's the trick right also it's kind of hard to spend money on a blizzard product right now yeah for many reasons many reasons I mean, it's it's not to say there's not negatives in Final Fantasy. I mean, Mark and I have identified one of the major things that's frustrating in Final Fantasy is inventory management. Yeah, you know? I mean, the game's not without its uh, faults, but the, obviously. Yeah. But you feel like they're trivial in comparison to its strengths. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, so. the systems in this game, there's a lot of them. <laughs> but the systems in this game don't drive the game, okay? It's not... They're like extra things on the like ryan said on the periphery that you can do if you want to and if you do them you might get some good loot and get some good stuff out of them to help you in your current situation right you can do them as side you know side things you get tired of doing the main story quest you can go do this over here um they're just there in case you want to use want to do them uh they're not uh in your face and uh part of the expansion as a whole they're just extra level of layer of content if you want to do them like you know the being forced to do reputation to get flying you know like that's just you know an extra system a layer having to do all the extra layers in warcraft you know to participate in the game is just um added steps you know to get to the end result you know it just seems like it's subscription bait you know, it's, right. it's yeah. forcing there, people into being. There's no artifact power to grind to get mm-hmm. to, uh, to end game in an expansion in Final Fantasy. There's no. Cur- mm-hmm. I mean, there are currencies you can. There's one currency that you can get for doing dungeons that give you gear at the end of the expansion to bridge you to the next expansion, and that same currency is then used for the next expansion. Mm-hmm. To bridge you to the next expansion. Well, that what that reads to me is like developers that are confident in what they're doing and in the product, mm-hmm. and they feel like as long as they're treating the um, end user with respect, you know, respecting their time, respecting, you know, them to stick with them as long as they're providing kind of quality content, that they don't have to do this like constant slow drip of mandatory dailies just to right. keep that breadcrumb trail to keep them going. And exactly. that just feels better to interact with. Yeah. I mean, there, there's, there's so many people that just stand around in the major cities and show off their gear. They just like stand around and dance and stuff. <laughs> and you just walk by. And well, I mean, WoW used they're to just be that like, way too. People were and, and so, just hanging out. Back when it wasn't like all about yeah. the systems. Mm-hmm. So like this, this game has become what WoW once was, you right. know? And so like if the developers of WoW want to go back or try to get players back, they're going to need to aspire to get back to the way it was. Well, I think that Final Fantasy is more of a modern design sensibility for an MMO. And they're probably mm-hmm. going to have to they're probably going to have to start fresh to a certain extent with like developers. Yeah. People that have a different design sensibility, unless their plan is just to double down and then like make it free to play. You see what I'm saying? Make right. it yeah. like part of a service based thing. Like, uh, yeah. Whole... And just offer more, offer more from like a store or something I like mean, that. Microsoft owns it. Yeah. So they could just make it a game game pass incentive, you know? Yeah. Free. Wow. We'll see what they end up doing. Um, 
I mean, yeah, they're gonna have like they're gonna have to really show us something next month. I hold out yeah, hope I, for I, uh, Diablo. That is what yeah. I'm thinking they're gonna probably yeah. deliver on. I hope Hopefully. so. So I mean, I there there is a big part of me that really wants to see them uh, redeem themselves. Um, I just don't know that they have them have it in them right now. Um, yeah. I think it's, you know, because they do, they've been probably working on this expansion uh, when Shadowlands dropped. So mm-hmm. before all of this craziness and all the issues with Shadowlands came to light. So unless they've gone in and made some big changes or adjustments since then, um, I don't know that much is going to be changing. Yeah. <laughs> this expansion new. The expansion after this one you know i don't know i feel like it's pretty critical branding wise or for them to not lose more ground to make a significant to acknowledge what just happened here um the situation and show that i don't know that's the whole thing i guess i'm just talking out of my ass because who knows what they value if they really care what the perception is as long as they're making x amount of money mm-hmm. right what uh. hello can you hear me now i can hear you matt ryan can't what is going on his headset jacked up so he's probably having to quit out of discord and start it back up again. Interesting. I wonder what happened. Ah! Ryan? We can't hear you if you're talking. I don't even see your ring. Ring of speakage. <laughs> I bet he's raging. <laughs> <laughs> well so Elden Ring (laughs) (laughs) there's probably no better time we can fill the space since he's he's jumped out uh, let's see what level are you I think I'm like 44-ish peasant I'm 75 I know you are (laughs) you've You've got way more time in that game than me. I do because uh, I'm not. I'm not splitting my time with anything else. It's the only game right. I'm playing. Now I have. Um, I put some. Po- I went and I um, basically leveled up like eight levels. Uh, I just went and farmed those little goblin dudes outside that um, area that you teleport to. That's way over in Kaled. Yeah. Basically, I ride around on my horse. I murder them one <laughs> at a time, and you get a thousand runes a pop. Not bad. So, and there's a there's a uh, uh, um, campfire, whatever they call them, blessings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, side of grace. Uh, right there. Side of yeah, lost side of grace. grace. Yeah, right there. So then you just go back to that. Respawn them. You reset, respawn them, and then you just keep doing this. And I got it down to a science where how I can murder them on my horse <laughs> without them even like hitting me because they will one shot you if they do hit you. Oh, interesting. So, 
or me anyway. Right. Um, but um, but I can kill them in like ten sec in under ten seconds. Nice. And it's a like I said, it's a thousand runes. Uh, so your build is dex based. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I did. But well, here's what I did. So I I took like eight levels and I put some points into intelligence and mind because okay. I wanted to um do some magic mm-hmm. and I didn't re- realize that I need a uh, I need like a staff <laughs> so <laughs> I went on the hunt for a staff and um so what I did was I went to the the southern peninsula of um Limgrave the weeping Lim? peninsula yeah yeah and there's a cave down there uh that I that had one of those glowing ghost guys that walk and leave footsteps and you follow them. Yeah. He took, he took me to a cave that was completely pitch black. Um, you can, I didn't have a torch. There's a vendor that sells a lantern. I can't remember yeah. what it is, but I bought one cause I saw it. And so I have that. I did it all in the black. Holy I shit. <laughs> um, I, I just slowly moved my way, kept hitting my right thumbstick to see if anything gets targeted, man. Um, and it was like a bunch of rats. Daredevil so, mode. They were, yeah, I was uh, I was sweating bullets uh, the whole time, um, but uh, I made it all the way to the end. And the bot in the end is a big bear boss. Okay. Um, it took me three times to kill him. I ended up I used tried the skeletons, but his big big lurching attacks Just were killing my yeah. So I got the jellyfish out, and that's probably what I should have done to begin with because <laughs> jellyfish is just so great. Yeah, it's definitely um, the tank. So yeah, then I murdered it, and I got uh, a staff mm-hmm. from it. So I've been I tried that staff out, and then I realized you have to two hand it <laughs> to cast the spells. You don't, as like I don't, as an astrologer. Well, maybe maybe I have to because like I had it out in my one hand. And I wasn't able to do anything but swing it. Interesting. What so um... I had to two, and then when I two-handed it on accident, I went to try to swing it, and I'm shooting magic, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. What a, <laughs> how level? What level is your intelligence? Is it double uh, digits? Yeah, it's double digits. Okay, it's so in the teens. There is, if you're feeling adventurous, and you sound pretty adventurous. I mean, doing a dungeon in the dark. <laughs> um, I've got a place. Uh, there's this staff called a meteorite staff, which is about okay. the best early to late mid game staff you can have in the game. Um, okay. It's not upgradable, which also. Wait, is it upgradable? That I don't remember because I've moved beyond so you it. You can't use smithing stones on it? Is that what you're I can't saying? remember. I don't think so. I think that's the downside is like it starts hyper powerful, but you can't go anywhere with it. And so uh, okay. you eventually out level it. Okay. Ryan? Okay. Still can't hear you, sir. Hello? Now hey. we can hear you. He's back. He's back. <laughs> what happened? I have no idea. Like everything froze. Wild. Wow. Yeah, I thought it was me at first because you, I thought you were telling me like you couldn't hear me. No, it so like, and then I I quit Discord, and then like everything froze, and so I was like, okay, I guess I'm rebooting. <laughs> it happens. So we were uh, mid Elden Ring talk. Um, we won't. I I think that yeah. what I'm gonna say is, did you have anything you wanted to talk about in particular, just as far as your, like your overall thoughts or your your um, assessment of it at this point? I mean, it just. 
it still doesn't seem interesting to me, you know, just from, I know it's like taking the internet by storm and everything, but I still, I've watched a couple more videos and a couple streams and the, you know, you died. Yeah. Just nah, <laughs> no, thanks. I mean, there, I will say the game has made me cuss more than I think any other game has made me cuss. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> but I'm, I don't know. I found, I found my rhythm in it. I found what I, I've made, I've made my own enjoyment out of it. I've only beaten Margit. Um, that's the only like major boss. And I guess Matt was saying that it wasn't even a major boss. He's kind of like the noob slayer. Right. <laughs> so Congrats, you can get past the, the yeah. mini, but I've mini killed, guy. I've killed a bunch of like world bosses. Right. Like dungeon bosses and bosses out in the world. Yeah. And this guy, he said he went to a dungeon where there was no torches and he just went through it blind, literally in the dark. So that's what kind of yeah. monster you're dealing with now, Ryan. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, yeah, that was kind of that. That was kind of out of my comfort zone a lot. Like just you know, going by the sparks of his sword on the wall, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because like, that's one hundred percent in the spirit of Dark Souls, or like <laughs> like that is I don't know. Yeah, very. Because I didn't have theme. any torches. I didn't have a, a lantern. Apparently, mm -hmm. um, the only light I had was like the light source that you emit your character emits which is very little yeah you can't okay. see anything you just basically see yourself in the dark right so, um well i don't want to subject ryan to too much of it um but i did want to know like just how how you also felt you know right now at the place you are in the game you, you're gonna still keep going right yeah i'm gonna keep going uh, as a matter of fact i was gonna ask you where is where is godric godric's in stormvale Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. So you have to you have to work. You fight your way through the castle, and find your way to him. I hate Stormvale. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> well, here's here's the reality. The path you've chosen, Mark. This is the path you've chosen. <laughs> so I'm going to say this. Um, I, I want to kill him. I want to. I want to try to kill him. Right. It keeps getting harder <laughs> like you think that well, the game I... can't like but you're getting stronger too so like i guess in one way it levels out but um it's not going to get better and there's no shame like if you're just if you stall out where you're at now you still put a significant chunk of time into it and got enjoyment out of it yeah i've I got, actually I put hit, about 20 hours in it i'm so ryan there's four um, lords that you have to kill to progress to kind of like the final dungeon in the game. To okay. it's the MacGuffin that you have to the Elden Ring you have to reassemble in order to get to the Elden Lord and beat the game. Um, I've beaten two of the lords and I'm on the third one, and I'm thinking, as upset as it's made me, <laughs> as hard as it is, it may be my wall. So wow. I may, I may have hit the place in the game where I find it so unenjoyable to get past this part that I might run around in the open world and clear out things, but I literally can't progress until I beat this guy. Like, story-wise. Have you beat him? Or, I mean, have you tried fighting him? I have. He's the... <laughs> is he the one on the little yes. horse? <laughs> so there's this dude that is, like, <laughs> the size of the Hulk, and he's riding, like, a Shetland pony. <laughs> like, a skinny Shetland pony. Ryan, like you would think it's funny to like look at, but it is the opposite of funny to play. And um, 
and that's what I'm saying. Like, oh no, I wonder if that's intentional. You think he may just be pulling at me because it's like, why are we still talking about Dark Souls? Like, this is his sports. <laughs> no, I think I don't think he would have. Uh, I don't think he. Would, I think he legit had a problem. Okay, well, we'll take it. Um, yeah, we'll take. We'll keep talking about this because I got a couple other things. Okay, have you? Have you? Um, okay, so in uh, mist something forest. Mm-hmm. Have you heard the the wolf howl? I don't know that I have. Okay, if you talk to the Santa vendor right there at the very first church that you go to. Okay. He has another like option that you could choose, where he tells you about this uh, the wolf of the mist uh, veil forest or whatever. Okay. And he and he gives you an emote. It's a, snapping your fingers in the air. Okay. So what he says to do is when you're there, if you hear the the wolf howl, do that. So I went there, and I did it. Uh huh. And because uh, I heard it right near a ruins, there's like a ruins right in the middle of the forest. Right. And I heard the howl, and I did that, and this dude jumped down from the top of the ruins and landed, and he's an NPC. Hmm. So I talked to this guy, and he tells me that uh, about this quest to go that he's trying to hunt down this uh, beast called um, Dalwin or something like that. Okay. Okay. So now, do you know where the um? Hello. Hey. Hey. What happened? Losing. I keep losing my headset. So, and then when that happens, like Discord completely like freezes. So weird. So it's wireless. That's right. Is that the case? Yeah. So I moved the. I had the dongle plugged into my keyboard. I moved it somewhere else. So it was really hot. So I don't know if it's like hot. It is hot in my office right now. So I don't know if that has something to do with it. Hmm. That sucks. Well, what yeah. I was saying was there's a um, right before you get to the peninsula mm-hmm. that I was just telling you about, there is like a if you look on the map, there's like a cir- a dark circle mm-hmm. right there next to the road. And if you go there, there's like a there's like a rune on the ground that's kind of like a, a dish shaped um, giant say butthole. No, no. <laughs> Uh, but if you stand I know a little on, bit of the game. If you stand in that <laughs> rune and light it up, you fight a boss. <laughs> you fight like a, uh, oh, a wolf boss. Isn't that like one of those ones where the worms are like chilling out? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, you can summon that guy okay. when you and to help you fight that thing because that's what he wants to kill. Okay. So I killed him with him, and then he gives you something and gives you another quest to go do something. Interesting. Yeah, I like and that's so ryan i'm not trying to sell this to you at all um because i think it's not for you i think that it's too un it's too unforgiving in a way that you couldn't get past but the sense of exploration and mystery in it is the addicting part if you can get past it and the thing is in a lot in most cases especially early going there isn't a huge loss even if you die because you're given this horse that can run really fast and double jump. And even when you lose some runes, as long as you've got the foresight, hey, I'm going into someplace new where I don't know where it's at, spend out your runes. And then there's literally almost no cost to dying. And when yep. I say almost no cost, 
there's a little bit of progression where you might have to run 100 yards back to your corpse from the last sight of grace but the game captures this sense of like mystery and like you really just want to experience and like go around the next corner and say hey what's over here what's this because unlike most other open world games it's not the same five open world tasks tacked together it's not you don't go climb a tower to unlock more zones you don't um you know i'm i'm having i'm it's so cliche i'm having a hard time coming up with examples but you know it's like even wow has that problem where it's the same type of fetch quests they're just like reskinned or slightly different flavor but you're doing no quest log yeah and there is no quest log so okay you'll just kind of stumble into places like you'll just go into a dungeon you won't know what could possibly be there and you could find possibly like extremely high level gear really good gear for you that you wouldn't otherwise be able to get and nothing would have directed you to it and that kind of thing's exciting and that's what the appeal is coming from for us despite that's, the difficulty yeah, it, for me that is right now it's not about killing murdering the bosses although i need to to progress but um and you do almost every dungeon has a boss at the end that drops something right good so yeah, you got to fight those things. But um, I've found that with your summons, between your summons mm-hmm. and um, in magic in the game, is overpowered. So and and, and to to the player's advantage. Um, if I had known that ahead of time, I probably would have made a magic. Uh, uh, it's a balance because the, the mages are kind of glass cannons, so um, they can get wiped out pretty quickly, speaking as one. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but, uh, but, I mean, but here's the thing. If you make that mistake like I did and didn't do it, I, like I was telling Matt while you were coming back, I spent, I found a place where I could farm runes pretty decent pretty decently and was able to level up like eight or nine levels and pump some points into my intelligence i'm a dex based being a samurai they're a dex based Mm -hmm. so i had to pump some intelligence so i could use some sorceries that i found right and well now that the nice the nice thing about that is there's a synergy with dexterity relative to sorcery the better your dexterity the faster you cast yeah, so that's a distinct advantage. You get off, you know, better DPS because you're firing off more stuff. And the okay. other thing that, that I've that I've found is that I really love the Dex bleed. Mm-hmm. It just, <laughs> because it just if takes I could, huge chunks. I mean, it's awesome watching the bar just go like swoosh, like way down <laughs> a bunch when your bleed kicks in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but the problem is is that I have to keep up, keep it up to get it. Yeah. So. I, if I start dodge rolling and getting out of the way, then, yeah. but on like little like other like creatures that I can like kill pretty quickly, it's it it goes really fast. Right. So so and the horse is awesome. Yeah, the horse is best probably horse one of the in best. gaming. Yeah. Mm. Which I is, think it's so generous in its like mobility that it's shocking. And you get it so early in the game, mm-hmm. super early. Like, like a horse right. within your first five With sprints 10 minutes and double jumps is just insane as far as the traversal around the environment. And yeah, you can run you, from almost anything. Yeah, nothing has like really long aggro ranges. And also, what I was telling Matt, and I would, oh, this is also what I said to Mike too, is that the AI is what, dumb. When is dumb. 
<laughs> until you <laughs> until you lock onto them and start fighting them. Yeah. Then then they're like they become Uber. murder bots like T but, T one thousand. You can sneak. <laughs> the sneaking up on creatures and doing the sneak attack mm-hmm. is you could do it when the creature when the guy is the creature is just like like you you're coming up to their flank. Right, uh, and they don't turn around unless you like miss your attack. Mm-hmm. Then they'll, then they will, and then they'll murder <laughs> you. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I don't know. I found my yes. It's challenging. Yes, it's hard. Yes, I've had rats kill me. <laughs> so, and those cr- giant crabs can go eat a dick. But um, <laughs> although I found a way that I found that. I could just circle them with my horse and kill them pretty quickly too. Yeah, it's just... horse. The horse thing is, I've killed giants kill on my horse because mm-hmm. I could just circle around them. And because you're going so fast and they're so slow, by the time they get their swing off, you're already behind them. Mm-hmm. So you just keep do a th- complete three sixty around them, and it's a thousand runes right there. Yeah. So. Wow. I, but... So for me, I would say you would probably find elements of enjoyment in the open world segments. I think where the game would probably be killed for you is in the interior segments where you couldn't escape on a horse um, because then you're at the mercy. Like, it's much easier to be ambushed and just instantly slaughtered. Um, but yeah. And that happens in just about every dungeon. Yeah, so just... and then I don't think you would like the, the true boss fights whatsoever. So... I, I mean, can't tell you how many times I've I did play Valheim, so Say what? <laughs> like I did play Valheim. There was a you know you got destroyed in the oh, dungeons. You know, early you know what's funny? True. I was thinking when I was playing today, I was like, you know, there's elements of this that remind me of Valheim. Yeah, it's one. It's very true. But at the same time, Ryan and I both we got frustrated with certain difficulty and started cheating. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't cheat in this game. Yeah. I mean, you the only way you can cheat is you have to like cheese things. You have to find ways to cheese, yeah. and it's that's so, not always easy either. This game opens with like a what's called the Tree Sentinel Knight, and um, it's this huge armored guy on an armored horse, and he could one shot like a level fifty character. So a level one character, he's literally there just to smash you and say no remember what game you're playing and (laughs) like be cautious well i was able to climb up on i was very low level i think i was under level 10 climb up on like this ruined building and like shoot magic at him and ping him down and after 10 or so attempts i killed him but the ai goes fucking berserk if you're cheesing it it's like it it takes it personally because it's it's so used to interacting like on level ground so the dude couldn't reach me in a conventional way and he has so many like just one hit kill attacks and what he would do is like he would be pacing at the bottom of the building or the structure where he couldn't reach me and i'd be pinging and pinging and pinging him and then the the character bottle would just start like vibrating where it was like trying to figure out it was like raging and all of a sudden like the horse leapt up and he did this halberd attack that shot through the building and like one shot me and knocked me across the other side but i was like holy shit and another time like he raged so hard his horse jumped up on top of the building and he he killed me and i was like how is this happening <laughs> because like the game does not want to lose <laughs> right it's just like so yeah. vindictive so 
it glitch it basically glitches out you know in in the game's favor exactly. <laughs> yes the thing is though it's it didn't happen all the time and i found places where it couldn't glitch through it and i found out how exactly to be careful and then it wasn't able to replicate it and but that was the fun for me that's like my idea of a good time is kind of like pushing the boundaries and being able to like mm-hmm. break an encounter by cheesing it and that this game allows for that to a huge extent you yeah. did that shit all the time in Valheim. <laughs> yes, I know. I do it in everything. It's, it's no different than like in Horizon. You know, there's not formal climbing, but I would like find little glitchy areas that I could hop over obstacles, you know, to bypass threats and stuff like that or hide in a corner to where I could plank something down from a distance. Like that's my jam. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's enough Elden talk for now. I don't want to turn this in the new Final Fantasy fourteen against you, Ryan. <laughs> so, hey, it's okay. I might play it someday. You know, the fact that it's so tremendously successful means it'll be super cheap one day. So yeah. it's a multi-platform game, and there'll be like a game of the year thing, and I'm sure it'll be 20 bucks, and then you can try it. Yeah. Maybe it'll be on sale or go on Game Pass or something. Yeah. Yeah. Probably Game Pass someday. Yeah. But um, one thing I wanted to talk about, uh, have either of you guys heard of the terror, the TV show? The show? Yeah. Yes, I've seen yeah, the first. No. Season. Okay. How'd you feel I, about it? I we Sarah and I really liked the first season. Yeah. We have every intention to watch the second one, but honestly, it kind of fell through the cracks. Yeah, from what I've heard, the second season was not as well received. I don't know if it diverges from the book that it was based on or what. Uh, yeah. We're on the last episode of ten. So Ryan, it's basically it's set in the Arctic on a um it's a british naval ships trying to find the northwest passage and so these two ships the erebus and the terror are making their way up through the arctic and find themselves iced in and basically um that's not the only danger that occurs there starts to become people start dying randomly at the hands of like kind of an unknown entity. And the thing I'll say to sell it is the writing and the characterization is spectacular. Like Mm -hmm. the characters are so well drawn. Um, The arcs of the characters are just captivating. Um, There's no better way to put it. Like I expected very little out of it because it's based on kind of like a horror novel. And I just didn't expect it to be, um the cinematography is movie caliber the special effects i think are as well but the acting and the writing i think are like game of thrones tier as far as like the kind of political intrigue of these people that are starving like the power struggle between the captains of two different ships and like their men and the way what a leader has to do in a time of extreme strife to keep people under control what they can and what they can't share how you handle discipline in an extremely tense environment that's survival based um it's just it really sucks you in and i think that i think you guys would like it quite a bit you know there's a little quasi supernatural element to it that i don't know if they're going to wrap up or explain because it's not quite explained in it but i think that works to its favor to be honest No, we we really enjoyed that first season, um, right? And we had, like I said, we had every intention of going on to the next one. We just haven't done it. But I think it's um, produced by Ridley Scott, and I think he actually directed a couple episodes. He may have. I didn't. I was skipping through the credits, so I don't know. 
Um, okay. But yeah, huge recommendation. And then Mark and I had our Batman spoiler cast. When are you planning on seeing that? I don't know. Um... Never? Whenever yeah, he has three I... hours. <laughs> I've heard it's good. All right, yeah, but no, good. no real drive to see it, huh? Nope. Why is that? Uh, you feel like you missed the boat since everybody else saw it. Yeah, I would have liked to see it with people. So, okay. I would be honestly willing to go again if you would want to do it. Yeah. Um. It's maybe maybe drop dead. Forget it. Yeah. So there's <laughs> that. So. Your total ambivalence I find surprising, but I can accept it. Um, I don't know. I like. I never really was excited for this one. I I know I've heard good things about it. And I've never. I I know I've heard that Rob Robert uh, Pattinson is a good uh, Bruce and Batman, and I everyone that had I know I've known that has seen it has really liked it. Um, but I was never really excited from the trailer, and I was never really excited to see it. I just I would have seen it had we not gone away, you know, for a week, it would have just been something to do with friends. Right. Yeah. Um, but, but now that that's, you know, windows passed, um, it's kind of one of those things where I, I honestly have no drive to see it, you know, by myself. So it, it would be one of those things that I'd probably just wait for streaming. Yeah. Well, so. it'll be, I think it's 45 days from the, from its release date. Yeah. So it's not going to be too long. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah, it's, I, I don't know. And I've, um, somebody compared it to, uh, Robert Pattinson, if they're going to do a trilogy that he's the, um, Tom Holland of, uh, this basically if, if, if they were to put this, um, Batman of this, um, millennium, if mm-hmm. Christian Bale is the Tobey Maguire and Ben Affleck is the Andrew Garfield, mm-hmm. you know, like kind of the trilogy of the the Batman to Spider Man kind of you right. know movies and how they were received and all that kind of stuff. You it's, know, it's sophomore Batman, like it's his second year mm-hmm. explicitly. Yeah. So yeah, the the movie features like his kind of growth from one stage of being that that being the Batman to another. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that's where the, the parallel, I think, was the post I saw where they talked about how, you know, from the the Spider, Spider-Man movies to the, the this Batman actors. Right. So. Well, fine. Your lack of. Well, would you would you two agree with that? Yeah, the only, I guess it's dangerous to call it's a parallel only in like the most superficial of senses. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's what they were going for. Yeah, it's very so. different in implementation. So, sure. And Mark and I can both see like why people wouldn't like it if they didn't. You know, there's a right. lot of kind of bold choices that go against like the conventions of the typical Batman, and mm-hmm. um, that's either going to work for you or it's not, and that's just up right. to personal taste. Right. And it that's... is long as shit. Like, yes, I can say wholeheartedly that I really liked the movie, and I liked it mm-hmm. more on reflection, even. Which yep. is the sign of like good at media to me. Like, I was yeah. actually like, whew, at the end, like, I was able to say yes, I liked it, but I wasn't but excited. It... I was worn out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's over. Yeah. I get to go home. Right. And that's <laughs> the thing. Um, 
it was like yeah it was you there you wreck you in some movies like lord of the rings i was able to watch from start to finish and it didn't feel like three hours this, this one, one this felt like three hours but i but it didn't drag I, it's it's a weird it, contrast right. it's weird it's weird because like yeah you notice that it's three hours mm-hmm. but it's still good <laughs> like there were some parts there were some parts where you felt like <laughs> because if you know you know yeah. a lot of times if you feel the length of a movie it's usually a sign of which makes a, it a real curiosity because i can't right. think of an equivalent movie where i felt exactly this way right it's just got some pacing issues is all yeah i feel like probably. it's a little long in the tooth in some places um but other than that i mean it i i enjoyed it it's just yeah, gonna be I... hard for me to watch again because of the, <laughs> because of the well, length i because I, I, I saw my brother-in-law on uh uh sunday and mm-hmm. he's like yeah we, we took the i think um he took his son to see it mm-hmm. um it's uh gonna be 14 and uh so he's like, yeah. He's like, it's pretty good. He's like, honestly, super long. I was kind of nodding off at the the the, th- the three hour mark or two and a half hour mark or whatever. He's just like, I, I'm trying to remember like some of the end. I had to go, I had to go read some uh, synopsis in Wikipedia to make sure I didn't miss anything. So well, and then the you other know. part of that is there's plot elements that are complex, like the political yeah, yeah. side of it, the, the police yeah. corruption and stuff. It's tricky to get to keep a grasp on because they're referencing events that don't happen in the movie so it's like a past event occurred and then you're trying to keep track of who you've seen in the movie that was actually involved in those events like as far as the corruption and that can be a little confusing it's disorienting but i almost prefer that to like being blatantly told things just because you're like more actively involved in it like trying to figure it out right right but anyway um um i wanted to you you reminded me of something I did want to bring up real quick about uh, Sons of Anarchy, about um, wanting to watch something over again, yep. like that you um, like about writing and good writing and characterization, stuff like that, because immediately after the finale ended, I wanted to start the series over. Nice. I mean, that's yeah. What, what better praise? you know i know so like and and it was just like because i i knew there was like subtle nuance and different things that i missed i wanted to like you know kind of dive in and like because i know how it ended i wanted to did see you even how... feel that way with justified i did so okay, and okay. and like yeah so like immediately after justified ended i wanted to like you know because how that series ended i wanted to kind of like cause, and, and it's it's hard because it's totally they're different but they're kind of it's like because they're outlaw shows there's some similarities you know with kind of the how some of the stuff is but they're just you know obviously different writers and stuff like that so they're you know kind of different obviously mm-hmm. but um yeah it's just like yeah i i felt that way about justified and um and i i felt that way about this one too so but yeah all, all throughout like and I, I spent probably a good portion of my lunch hour today just like reading old 2014 like uh you know articles and stuff about it like you know seeing what the internet thought back then about the finale and mm-hmm. you know what having was the, the producer um basically wildly praised you know that that was very uh it's rare for a show well. to, like stick the landing you hear so much drama yeah about it, so yep so 
no, they, uh, I, I, it's, um, yeah, it's just, um, I, I, I really did. I looked to Stephanie and I was kind of walking around and I was processing all of it. And I, I, I said, can we, do you want to start it again? And she's like, we have, we have so much else to watch. So, <laughs> so, much else. <laughs> so and, and, and one of the other ones, it's, it's, um, not really compared to, but, that um, we're going to start probably here in, in probably April after we get some other stuff uh, done. But it's another kind of outlaw show. It's called The Shield. Oh, yeah. The, uh, Chickless. Chickless. The so The Commission. Um, the Commission, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I've always um, heard that's good. I always, I, the, the thing that's prevented me at this point is that it's a fairly old show, isn't it? Like 15 years old. Well, it's it's it was on around the same time as The Wire was, like 2000 to like 2006, you yeah. know. So it's it's a similar time frame. So that's the only um, thing. Like I, I I have concerns whether it'll hold up, if it'll seem I don't know. But uh, I'm I will let you know when we watch it. But I I feel that it will, you know, um, just because I think a lot of the themes from that show kind of bridge um, from what I remember. And that I, what was interesting is that in some of the Reddit threads I found that were discussing Sons of Anarchy brought up parallels to some of the characterizations in The Shield, you know, because they're two outlaw shows. Right. So, and so, and, and same with Justified, like some of the characterization, like there was some, there's not like oh, some overlap with kind of the outlaw stuff. Right. So, hmm. but yeah, and all three, Justified, um, Sons of Anarchy and The Shield are all on Hulu. Okay. Yeah, I'm inherently more open to The Shield, but you've swayed me a little bit on Sons of Anarchy. I don't know why it's such a hard sell for me. I hate bikers so much. No offense, bikers. I doubt there's a single biker that could potentially listen to this, but I'm <laughs> not a, so not a huge fan of the culture like as far as the stereotype, but maybe I can get past that. I I didn't know so in I don't want to say this it like um let me ask you this do you know much about biker culture like the how they go about their clubs I mean probably not to the extent that you do but I mean I've seen them as antagonists in a lot of media you know okay. um I I think one of those big things about it is I've fallen out of love with pretty much any organized crime kind of story I okay. get tired of watching what I perceive to be like shitty dirtbag human beings, like do their shitty dirtbag stuff. <laughs> and okay. so like, and I started feeling that way. Cause I used to love Goodfellas and um, Casino and all those gangster movies culminating with uh, the Sopranos. I was super into it. And then yeah. at one point I just kind of fell off of it because it started to drain me. I was just like, these guys are fucking shit bags. <laughs> and like, I understand that, it's still well written and well actualized. So I'm not saying it's a value judgment on that front, that front, but it's like, a, it was like a feeling or a tone. I didn't want to be immersed in anymore. And, okay. and there's like a weird quasi glorification to it. You know, it, they're not in, tacitly in, endorsing it, but then again, they are the, the, the protagonists, you know, protagonists aren't inherently virtuous people, right? It's just right. The, whoever the story's about. And, mm -hmm. I find that like I need to, there to be anchoring characters that I feel like have some kind of decency or integrity. And that may be the case in sons of anarchy, but well, if... so 
how many of the Sopranos characters survived to the end? I mean, we don't know even if Tony survived, technically. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I think that's my point, is that like the, the outlaw life and the, the organized crime, you know, doesn't always pay. You know, I think that's yeah. kind of the, the moral of the story. Okay. You know, is that, like, you could be a, a protagonist, or you could be the main focus of the story, you could be a criminal, you could be an outlaw, mm-hmm. you know, and they, you could be the focus of the story, and there could be, like, some moral gray areas where yeah, you're a murderer and a killer and you still have a family and you can show the kind of the nuance in the gray area around that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, uh, let's take Sopranos, for example, you know, like not a whole lot of them, you know, made it out of that show. Right. Well, I right. see the implication that you're laying out there. So <laughs> like I said, I'm as open as I ever would be. And um, maybe I'll try it. Yeah. So I, I hope you both do at least give it a shot. Um, I, I think um, like like any show has its ups and downs. Um, like season three probably had one of the best finales. Like season three finale. Like I think it's got a 9.7 on IMDb hmm. like of that I've ever seen of any show I think mark and i are just experiencing cognitive dissonance because of our bias sure and so yeah. we're like how can this show about biker trash be that good <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it's, to- so it, it's 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 just the, it's the writing like it it's mm-hmm. the 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 leads you you know to think one direction you know and then surprise you in another direction but then it's completely believable so I think, you know, that's a testament of good writing. And that was layered throughout the entire series. So, yeah. Well, the number one thing I try to do lately is rise above a bias so I don't miss things. So. Fine. Okay. I, I get your point. Maybe I'll try a certain <laughs> game. <laughs> oh, nice. I, I, that was unintentional. I'm, I'm worried to have you spend $60 though on it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think it's for you. <laughs> Let's just do that. Let me walk it back. Let me, I just, yeah. Or, uh, I mean, when it's on sale, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'll think about it. It's, it's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no shame in that because half the time I feel like this is, it's not for me in the moment. It's just, yeah, like, I'll just, I'll stick with uh, my MSQs in, in uh, Final Fantasy 14 for a bit. So, yeah. so, running a little long here but i don't know if it matters um is there what else do we want to touch on anyone um i i tried a different game um what so the guardians of the galaxy came to game pass uh for both pc and um console so naturally i downloaded it well yeah and i and because I was just wanted to see what it was about, I heard good things, and I ended up playing it all day Saturday. <laughs> no, is, is that third person or is it? It's like over the shoulder. Yeah, kind of like Div- division style. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay, uh, it's really good. Yeah, I heard the writing's really good. I heard it's pretty funny. Oh yeah, it's it's really good. Um, it's a different the, take. It's more like a, the, a take well, on the comic characters as opposed to the movie. Correct. Because okay. yeah, they. I mean they. I will say Rocket 
sound the guy who's doing the voice act acting for rocket is trying to invoke a bradley cooper right so but i think of all of them he's the only one that kind of sounds like could sound like the character from the movie right everybody else uh has you know sounds different especially gamora mm-hmm. uh, but she looks totally I guess, different too well from my understanding is is she's they took a Gamora from like the current string of comics mm-hmm. and that's the, who she is in this game. Right. So she took me a little bit to get used to. Um, but the others like Dr- the, the voice actor for Drax <laughs> does a really good job. Mm-hmm. I mean, all you're like you said, the writing's really good. It's really funny. They talk a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of um, there's some uh, telltale like aspects to it so like choose your own adventure stuff well you choose dialogue options at times and based on what you choose the character like rocket might start like i chose to okay this isn't a spoiler i don't think but i i chose to have drax throw rocket over over a canyon to get to the other side and it pissed him off and (laughs) so the rest that entire rest of that mission he was basically just you know Pouting. Pissed off, pouting and pissed off at uh Did that mean like, he wasn't fighting or like he wouldn't be as effective? No, okay. no, he was fighting and stuff like that. It's just, he was just, his dialogue changes based on stuff that you do. And okay. all of the, okay. that, and it's just really interesting how they work that into the game. And the combat's really good. And there's like a, a meter that builds up during your combat. And when it's up, you can hit the two top buttons, and then your team huddles up. So like it changes to this like, like this like anime style thing where they run up and there's like flowing stuff behind them, and then like they they start saying stuff like, "My sword, yeah." They're like, "My sword is gonna bring it, bring blah blah blah, murder, death," and and then it's your job, based on what they're saying, to try and uh, um give a rousing speech mm-hmm. that will <laughs> and then don't and does it play pull... like a musical montage yes then that's plays music and it's actually licensed 80 music oh, wow. music and so then the mute that's going on while you're fighting and be, if you pull it off you get everybody gets a damage boost mm-hmm. for that entire time if you fail it um you either get nothing or they you actually lose you don't you're not doing as much damage so mm-hmm. you're going to have to fight harder um but no it's it's a lot of fun and it looks really good too so i mm-hmm. highly recommend it it's on gay pass do you have any interest ryan yeah i mean that sounds like i i had interest before when it was released but um Honestly, I mean, who could turn down free games, you know, like, it's not, like <laughs> right. to try it, you know, right. like there was another one that um, one of our, uh, uh, the podcaster guys we listened to uh, tweeted out that he's playing called Tunic. That oh, just yeah, came I, out. I looked at that. It looks yeah, good. so um, I haven't tried it yet, but I downloaded it. Um, it's, I don't even know, kind of, it's like, it's like, kind a of a Zelda like, yeah, yeah, like... yeah. So I'm interested to actually kind of try that out, maybe. Yeah, yeah so. it's it's the uh, flavor. It's the game of the month. It's the hot new thing that everybody's yeah. talking about. Um, it's the new Valheim. <laughs> just to kind of breeze through stuff, I watched. We watched the Adam Project 
on Netflix, the Ryan Reynolds. And? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. We started to watch Free Guy last night. Didn't um, feel it? No, no, no. I was really liking Free Guy. I just had work interrupt. Okay. And so Lame. Finish it. Yes. What's, yes. what's Free Guy on? Uh, Disney Plus. Oh, is it? Yep. Okay, I thought both. it was on Netflix. I don't know why. But, but at, okay, so Adam's on Netflix. Um, right. Adam Project's on Netflix. But uh, Free Guy is on, is on Plus. Disney Plus. And I think it's also okay. on HBO Max right now, too. Oh, okay. I saw it. Well, I didn't um, watch it, but saw it listed. We started, yeah. we started season two of Raised by Wolves. Um, I don't know if any of you have season seen Season one ended season. so fucking weird. And I like the season overall, but that it was so strange. Do you feel like it's redeeming itself at all? Um, yeah, the fir- We've only seen the first episode. Mm-hmm. So um, I feel like it, it does a good job of continuing the story. Right. It doesn't... It doesn't... F- it hasn't gotten i mean it's weird it's still weird it felt like it went a little off the rails i don't know if you felt the same way like it yes yes but i feel like um well like i said i've only seen one episode and it doesn't feel like it's gone off the rails like it feels almost more like it it kind of got back on the rails (laughs) right (laughs) so to speak so i mean we're we're enjoying it uh we also finished the most current season of the marvelous miss Maisel. I can't recommend that show enough. That's I one of my favorite shows. Season yeah. four, right? Yeah. It yeah, continues so. to be continues to be really, really good. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think the fifth season, the next season is supposed to be their final season, but I think you're right. But yeah, but yeah so that's you show like is... it too, Ryan? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's an excellent show. Huge yeah. gap between seasons because of COVID though. Oh I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So I don't even um, know when when season five's coming out. So Yeah. Um we're going to see uh, the Lost City this Saturday. That's the that? one with uh, Channon Tatum and. Um, oh, okay. You want to see uh, that, right? Fates. Yeah, that's the one that our, our friend Sandra. That's the one our, yeah. our friend uh, Chris immediately rejected. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, my brother-in-law John got tickets, uh, like early tickets. So it's like supposed to be like because I don't think it's coming out until Friday, right? Next Friday. So we're seeing I, it. I think it looks fun. It looks it looks like yeah. a yeah. It just looks like a fun adventure movie. So I'll report back next week on whether yeah. that's good or not. Um, but yeah, between Final Fantasy and Elden Ring and uh, some Guardians of the Galaxy, my weeks are. You done any more Cyberpunk yet? <laughs> nice knife time. <laughs> um, I played a little bit more of Cyberpunk. I really enjoy it right now. But mm. Elden Ring is just sucking me in um, right. to my console. Like I wanted to, I was wanting to play some more Guardians, but I'm like, but I could go and do some exploring in Elden Ring. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll so, tell you what, though, I am reaching critical mass of open world games because <laughs> Dying Light, Horizon, <laughs> Elden Ring, yeah. like it's been nonstop, like super immersive open world. Yeah, you need well, a linear I, game. I need, yeah. I need a, a palate cleanser. <laughs> yeah, you need Final Fantasy. That's a good uh, 14. That's a good palate cleanser right Well, there. I mean, the M- no. MSQs are pretty linear, so. Yeah, they are kind of. <laughs> no, that's too, that's too much in the, in the open world like literally open world so i can't i i need to find something that is more of like a last of us or like some kind of narrative thing you know what i mean Mm. or maybe just something like purely action-based i don't know that's not a huge game something shorter and sweeter maybe tunic maybe tunic would be that because it's supposed to be like i think 15 hours at max yeah yeah 
but anyway. All right. So yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, I don't think I, I think we've covered everything I wanted to cover. From my oops, excuse me. Bless you, Mark. Bless you. Uh, how dare you? <laughs> trying to be professional here, <laughs> are we? That ship sailed. Yeah. Did you have anything else you wanted to bring up tonight, Ryan? No, sir. No, sir. All right. Well, I was double checking. No, I had a feeling. Guess I'm right. Um, well, we're done. So I'm going to say the thing we say at the end, which is uh, wrap it up. If you want to reach out to us, uh, try mostly wrong show at gmail.com. I'd give you other options, but nobody writes to that. So I feel like it'd be overkill to share anything else. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I've got to refresh our Reddit page anyway. Sometimes they like kick us off until I do it. So what I, I found is that like even big communities barely use their Reddit sites or their, their yeah. Reddit page. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Have we gotten in any emails? No, <laughs> only <laughs> only from his coworker a long time ago. Okay, yeah, <laughs> but it's not surprising. Um, yeah. like how are people going to stumble across the, across this don't that don't know us? Um, yeah, but anyway, uh, while we are mostly wrong, we will keep trying to get it right. Isn't that right, guys? That's, That's right. right. <laughs> All right, we'll. Talk You're wrong. You. Oh, you've really <laughs> you've really fucked the ending here, Mark. <laughs> anyway, we will see you guys later. Right. All right. See you.